0: Imagine the thing you love most is at risk of being taken away. You fight and you fight day after day, week after week. Instead of making positive progress, you fall further behind. Now, would you break down or break through? For today's guest, the choice became clear once she was forced to make a decision. Hi, welcome to Bench with your host Jules Makia and my teammate and friend Lily Brown. The inspiration for today honestly came from an experiment our team did last spring which we'll kind of get into but Lily has a very interesting story and now she's actually the captain of our rowing team and I'm very excited to see all she accomplishes this year along with our other captains
1: right uh so i'm very honored to be a captain there were so many great candidates uh to choose from so it was really nice to be voted um i'm super honored uh right now we're kind of just working on like trying to navigate with corona and um how we're gonna go about like scheduling practices and how we're all gonna sit stay safe but also like try to be together as a team. Um, So right now we're just kind of figuring out that. So I don't know, I just, I think um, I'm very energetic too. So I think I love for people to come together and I think that kind of helped.
0: Yeah, no, I can definitely speak to how energetic you are. I think you have one of the best personalities of anyone I know and you're super fun. So you're definitely an uplifting leader and I think we're all very honored to um, have you as a captain this year. But kind of moving out like, moving further along. I wanted you to kind of tell your story on like how you got to Carolina, but um, how you ended up being captain. So starting from, you know, high school and then how you got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, uh, I was recruited here from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, As I said, my brother got me into the sport and I kind of had like, uh lacrosse going for me and rowing and I kind of had to choose which one so I chose rowing because my parents and even my lacrosse coach saw that there was more of a future with rowing in there and Carolina was always the dream school like it was such an amazing program a really great school um and I'm still so amazed that I'm here and I wake up every day like so grateful because it's such a great school to be at um I was ready to come in and like try to prove myself to the team um And that's exactly what I did. I mean, I kind of surprised myself with the numbers I was pulling on the rowing machine and the rowing machine for people who don't know, it's like, we call it the ERG or the rowing machine. It's like basically the simulation of being on the water, but on land. It was a really successful freshman fall and going into um, winter break of freshman year, I um, ended up in the hospital for two days because I had the flu. And um, it definitely set me back with rowing. I was out for like a week. I didn't work out. And that's like the most I haven't worked out um, in like my whole rowing career. So it was so weird. And I got back to school and continued practicing, but still felt very like fatigued. I was so short of breath and just like tired all the time. So I went to campus health and they tested me for mono and it came back negative but i kept feeling this way and they kept testing me and negative negative finally on the fourth try my dad suggested why don't they try a different strand so they tested me for a different strand of mono and it came back positive so i found out i had mono i think like mid-january end of january which definitely set me back even further. Clearly I like never really fully recovered because I came back sophomore year um, ready to race, like ready to row and I couldn't hit my fitness standard. We have a run test, it's two miles, we have to make a certain time and then an erg test which is like you have to make a certain split to be able to row out on the water and um the erg test is on the first day of classes so it's very nerve-wracking um and you put a lot of pressure on yourself because you want to be able to go out on the water and I did terribly (laughs) and not even like a little off like I was very off from my goal and it worried me a little bit but I thought you know what like there's still a group of us who hadn't made our standards so it's fine like there was a group of us that stayed on land while everyone else went um, to water practice. And week by week we'd retest and retest and I still wasn't getting better, any better at all. Um, And slowly everyone started to make their standard to be able to go out on the water until I was the only one left who hadn't gotten it. So every day I'd watch everyone uh, pile on the bus and go to Jordan Lake while I just stayed on land and had to do whatever that land workout was for the day. So that was like a very lonely time. Um, I really got in my head. It was like such a mental setback for me. And then going into that spring semester of fall, um, the coaches decided for me that it'd be better for my mental health just to take rowing off completely. Like stop completely. Don't go to land workouts. Don't go to weights, nothing. Which ultimately was the best decision for me, but it... It felt terrible. I mean, I thought the coaches hated me. I convinced myself that the teammates didn't want to see me. I I didn't show my face anywhere near the athletic facilities, nothing. And it was just such a lonely time because I've grown up on teams as I'm sure you did too. And I'm so used to like having a team around me and just having like this support group. And I felt like I didn't have any of that. And it was so hard to even like explain to my parents. I couldn't really talk about it without crying because it was just so upsetting to me. And I, I was so used to being like this superstar rower and-, and to have it all taken away from me is just a really lonely feeling. But the coaches did suggest to go see um, a sports psychologist and that was by far the best decision I made of sophomore year. Um, I will. My advice to anyone is go see a sports psychologist. They are great. I went to go see Haley is her name and she helped me tremendously. I mean, to like go in there and have someone validate the way you're feeling is, is so nice. And so she really helped me work through, um, kind of my spring of sophomore year when I, I didn't have a team, I didn't have a sports system or anything, but I will say in addition to that, I met some friends on the tennis team, and um, I kind of explained my situation to them. They they sort of understood, um, and one of them told me, they're like, you know what, Lily, breakdown before breakthrough. And um, he did not know the severity of my situation at all, but it really put things into perspe- perspective for me because it's like, you know what, I'm just going through a breakdown, And I'm going to break through. I'm going to I'm going to get out of this. It's going to work. Him telling me that uh, inspired me to apply to this Riverside program in Boston. It's a boat club. It's a U23 program. um, And there's just uh, eight of us plus a coxswain. Um, And I kind of decided on a whim, but I thought, you know, if I really love the sport of rowing, this is how I'm going to break through. Like, this is how I'm going to get back to the sport. Uh, so I applied, but I didn't tell anyone because I was so scared I wasn't going to get in. I mean, I hadn't rowed for a full year. Um, I just, I had really doubted myself. But uh, my sports psychologist thought it was a great idea, so I went for it. And um, I got in. I don't know how, but I did. And um, as soon as they sent out the roster with all the girls' names on it, I, I immediately looked them up. I like stalked them all on Instagram and Facebook, and I found found out that at one time or another, they were all division three national champions. And I just got like freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, these girls are so good. They're gonna be so much better than me. They're gonna be able to see how bad I am and like how I haven't been rowing for a year. And I definitely cried a lot. I was, I was so scared, but my parents were so supportive. They were like, you gotta go. Like, this is your chance. It's going to be such a fun experience, regardless of what happens. And, um, I showed up on the first day. I didn't know anyone. Uh, so it was really scary, but, um, just like we took it day by day and, and eventually, um, we kind of got into the groove of things and I became really close with all of these girls and, um, practice was at five twenty in the morning, so I'd wake up at four thirty every morning and ride my bike down to the boathouse. And um, even though it was so early, like I wouldn't change a thing about the summer. I mean, it was it was incredible, and I got to be coached by um, this guy named Nick. He's a very accomplished rower. Um, he's from Russia. He basically has every medal you could ever imagine, and I've learned so much from him. And I learned so much from my teammates, the girls, um, and we raced in Boston and Philly and, and even Canada. And, and, I was like, you know what? Like they're really helping me break through after my breakdown. So then I came back, this is junior year now. I had only told the coaches that I'm coming back. I didn't really tell any of my teammates that I would come, I was coming back. So it was a little bit awkward for me, like kind of just showing up like, Hey guys, I'm going to try this again. Um, But I I came back and uh, we, of course, had our standards that we had to meet. And I tried the first time and I didn't get it. But I was like, you know what? I didn't row all this summer, wake up at 430 every morning to not get this standard. So tried again, tried again, and I finally got it. And um, I was able to be back on the team and... Um, It was just such a relief. Like it felt like such a weight was lifted off my shoulders and and that I was able to love the sport of rowing again and and be back practicing and and racing and competing with everyone. So it was a very long journey, as you can tell. But um, I'm I'm honestly really grateful for it. It was very humbling. And um, it's kind of just like my journey. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah,
0: and I think that's what makes you such a special leader to have gone through something like that and come out on the other end even stronger and like being able to lead people through those similar types of circumstances. I know we've seen it in our teammates and and we all go through it a bit ourselves in, in different capacities, but burnout is a very real thing in our sport. So I think having a captain that, you know... struggled with these issues and can uplift the whole team as you do every single day is just something that's so wonderful but kind of playing off that too what was it like to be elected as a captain especially after all you had gone through what did that mean to you
1: oh my gosh I mean I, I had convinced myself that I wasn't gonna get it just because of missing all of sophomore year and I was like they don't they don't really like know me I mean it's of course everyone knows me but like it's, you know what I mean? It's like, you miss a year, you miss out. Like, you don't, you kind of miss that whole chunk. So, um, I mean, I was, like, so honored. I was blown away. I was I was shocked, especially since there were so many other great candidates. But, um, I mean, I'm just, like, so ready to help lead this team in any way I can. Yeah, I'm excited to, to watch you do it. I know you'll be great, and I know all <laughs> of our
0: captains will be. It's definitely going to be an interesting year as – We know, like, things are changing on the daily. We're getting different emails and just kind of keeping our eyes peeled. But I really, really like what you said about breakdown and breakthrough. And I remember you would say Mm -hmm. that, you know, when we would hang out last year. And, like, you would always, like, kind of allude to that. And, like, hearing the backstory of it is very cool. But I just absolutely adore you, Lily, as you know. And I think I remember when you gave this speech, the one that you kind of just gave, I was blown away. I mean we hang out. I know some of the story, but hearing it kind of all together was really inspiring. And like, I remember looking around the room and at all their teammates and everyone was just so blown away by what you had gone through and like how you dealt with it. And despite all these things, you're genuinely one of the most positive people I know. And I think a lot of people would just be so extremely discouraged by going through that. But I'm so happy for you that you're a captain. And I think it shows that like people can persevere through the worst times and, you know, come out on the other end stronger. So
1: people can seem so happy and so upbeat from the outside, but like they are, people are definitely going through stuff. And after I came out of this from the other side, I, I was like, you know, I really need to think of things in perspective, like, you could pass someone, and you don't know what they're going through or anything like that. So that's just why I want to relate to all these girls, like who have an injury or are contemplating quitting. Like I know what you're going through. I want to help you in any way I can. Um, so I, I definitely think I want to try to do that as a captain as well.
0: Yeah, and last but not least, what advice would you give someone who's going through a similar situation to yours or something? like an injury or you know burnout or something like that, what would you tell them?
1: Right, uh, I'd probably just say, I mean, if you love the sport, you'll find any way to um, stick with it and kind of break through. Uh, I definitely took a leap of faith moving to Boston and, and meeting all these new girls and rowing again for the first time after a full year, but um, it works. So I'd say just if you really have a love for it, uh, stick with it.
0: Oh, I love that. Well. Thank you, Lily, for joining us. And this is your host, uh, Jules Makia. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Want to share your story? Whether you prefer to share on a podcast, in a video, on a panel, or in a written blog, we cannot wait to hear from you. Just go to uncutchapelhill.com. is uncutchapelhill.com. Click get involved and then share your story. Amplifying your voice, has never been so easy.